Hi, my name is Jacqueline Pelfi, and I'm here with Sanford Health News. We are recording one of our innovation podcasts today with Dr. Cassie Hayek with Imaginetics. Hey, how are you today? Great. How are you? I am A-OK. Good. Um, so we are here to talk a little bit about personalized medicine. Um, can you tell me what exactly that is? Well, you know, personalized medicine, um, it might sound kind of like, isn't that what I get on a regular basis. But um, over over the course of time, we've been able to add components to medical care. And when we talk about personalized medicine today, that often includes some component of uh, genetic testing that might help um, help with certain areas of, of your care, such as uh, medication prescribing or even um, helping to identify how we might better screen you for certain diseases depending on the case. I think when I think about um genetic testing, I always think about rare disease or mm. people with certain cancers who want to make sure they have targeted therapy. But, you know, I, as a healthy person, why, why would that benefit me to do this? You're right. Genetics has really been born out of rare disease. And um, that's given us actually a great platform to learn about uh, other parts of the genome. And so as the field has grown, we've been able to develop applications that actually do apply more broadly um, for people that may not have a concern for an underlying genetic condition. So, you know, as a healthy individual, I think that pharmacogenetics can be a powerful thing to have. Um, pharmacogenetics meaning how your body's um, genes impact how your body metabolizes medications. And you might say, I'm not on a medication, so why do I need this? Um, It actually is probably most effective to have that information before you're ever prescribed anything. So um, having that information at the time of prescription, when your doctor is sitting in front of you in, in the room and saying, okay, so you know what, let's try an antidepressant or let's try a cholesterol medication, having the genetic information available to let let him or her know, you know, what is the right dose? Maybe we should try one class versus another class of drug can be very powerful and help you get to a um, more effective medication uh, more quickly and and potentially help you avoid um, adverse side effects. You know, you mentioned cholesterol, and I know that there are certain kinds of cholesterol that there's they're just inherited, right? There's nothing you, no lifestyle change you can really do that will, will change that. And you can mm-hmm. find that out through mm-hmm. the Sanford chip test, right? Yeah, so through the Sanford chip test, you have kind of two main components of it. Anybody who gets the test will get the pharmacogenetics side of things. And again, that's how your body's genes impact how you metabolize drugs. Um, And it it incorporates uh, several common medication classes. So I mentioned antidepressants, um, cholesterol. There's some anti-clotting medications that are on there. Um, so all patients who do the Sanford chip would get that. If you are interested in having a screen for certain types of conditions that are genetically inherited, so medical conditions, like something where there's a unnaturally elevated cholesterol mm-hmm. level, that's called familial hypercholesterolemia. It's a mouthful. <laughs> but um, it is something that is, if we can identify that in patients, we can help to understand why their cholesterol is high. And in some cases, a statin will do the trick. In other cases, you need more um, you, you need m- more advanced medications. And it can be really powerful for patients to learn that information because sometimes it's very frustrating if you are living a healthy lifestyle, your, your weight is under control, you're eating the right foods, you're exercising, and that cholesterol just won't move. 
there's a risk that that's actually due to a genetic condition Mm -hmm. that no matter what you do, it's not going to change. The medication is what's going to help you out. And, um, and then that reduces your risk for heart disease significantly. So, and you wouldn't know that. Otherwise. You wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know you that. You would just fact, be trying all of these things yeah. and getting nowhere while your risk of other things keeps growing. That's right. right. That's right. And and actually, familial hypercholesterolemia, let's just call it FH. Um, <laughs> so that is a condition that is underdiagnosed. Um, we miss about 90% wow. of those diagnosed with it. Yes. And and the, the reason being is that the the historic thinking was that, well, I'm going to be able to target that and know that because the cholesterol is high. So that should have been caught during a visit. Well, it turns out that in that condition, sometimes your cholesterol might be at an okay level. Um, but over time it, it changes and it's the lifetime exposure to high cholesterol that is really causing that very significant increased risk for cardiovascular disease. So our our previous ways of checking for it weren't doing a great job, and the genetic testing can help us do that. So, you know, we're talking about what this means for me as a patient, right? But how has it changed how you practice medicine or um, or even just your, your feelings about what you can say to your patients? Yeah, so, you know, I think what we how we kind of like to describe it is that it's a, an additional tool in our toolkit of how we care for patients. So it's certainly not replacing anything it's more information so in my mind I always think that knowledge is power and so this is kind of what allows us to enhance our knowledge about a patient so um, having that additional information about your pharmacogenetic response to things is very helpful Um, and and knowing as a as a physician knowing the way Sanford has done this I think is very unique and it's um, quite extensive as compared to other healthcare organizations in the fact that within our electronic health record, we have it programmed so that your result dictates um, what the physician sees at the time of prescribing. And so as a physician, knowing that I have that resource and that Mm -hmm. support available for this type of information is huge. Um, You know, many of us uh, during our training didn't have exposure to, you know, to this type of... um, of care and it's it's new and so as an organization as Sanford Health we've really put an emphasis on on providing the resources to help our doctors use this information in a meaningful way so you know there are a number of of things that I think have have great benefit in offering this type of test to patients um, not only from the patient perspective but the the clinician um, perspective as well and it has to be pretty exciting it takes some of the you know, guess, not that guesswork is mm-hmm. maybe not a great word for it, but at least you know that you're starting down the right path with someone who may have an unusual response to something or um, it, that must just be rewarding. You know you're going to be able to help this person a little bit faster and exciting. Yeah, right? it's gotta be yeah. Exciting. no, right. I think it's it's great to have that an additional piece of information that can help get you the, the right treatment sooner. And, you know, it certainly... Um, we have sort of over 
the course of time used trial and error to a certain degree because mm-hmm. not, you know, the studies that we base our treatments off of, all of the evidence that we use, and, and I would say in general, most providers use an evidence-based medicine approach, but those are done, those studies are done in populations, not on individuals. And so this type of information helps us really be able to pinpoint what's going on with the individual from that perspective. And it's important to note too that this isn't the only um, factor that impacts sure. how a patient responds. You know, there are um, other, you know, biochemical changes in the body um, that may impact their metabolism. There are environmental things, lifestyle things. So it's, again, another tool in our toolkit that just helps us kind of hone in on exactly what our patient needs. It just goes back to sort of that whole person approach, Mm -hmm. right? It's Mm -hmm. one more little piece of the puzzle. Um, You know, I read something uh, that was... You know, the, the question is not, um, does treatment X work, but but who does treatment X work for? Yeah. Which is, to me, was sort of a fascinating way to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talked a little bit about uh, antidepressants. And, you know, mental health is all over the news all the time. And there's it, an important message to get out there about taking away a stigma about asking for help. And we've done so much of that at mm-hmm. Sanford with... Uh, you know, counselors embedded in our clinics and um, different screening tools. But the thought that when you do go and ask for help, that you could get on a medication that will help you feel better faster instead of waiting six weeks or eight weeks or three months to find out this isn't working for mm-hmm. me. And in the meantime, you know, you just feel bad or your patient feels bad or your, your spouse feels bad. That to me is life-saving in a completely different way than cancer drugs or heart drugs. You know, can you talk a little bit about what that's like to, to know that when you're talking to a patient? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, you know, as a lot of these medications are are, are tough because you may not. Um, they, first of all, they take a little while to work, um, and so regardless of whether or not it's the right medication, you can't really know for a few, for a few weeks and maybe and a harder couple to months. measure and harder to measure. Yeah, and that's I think one of the complicating factors about um, treating conditions like depression. You know, every it, it manifests differently in different people. Um, and and so yeah, I mean, having the pharmacogenetic component at the onset of treatments can really, you know, add um, add a level, I think, of confidence that you're you're doing the best you can to get to the right medication. And it's again, I I don't want to overpromise that it it's you know that is the medication for mm-hmm. you, but it provides some additional information to say, we, based on your genes and this medication and what we know about your metabolism, this seems to be the right um, starting dose and yep. the right class. And then we still have to you know, try it out. And it may not be the right one, but it's our best um, answer for, for the starting point. You know, we were talking about um, why you as a healthy person might want this. And you and I both have kiddos, and you um, you know that sometimes that can bring a whole different kind of stress mm-hmm. or, or postpartum depression or anxiety or, oh, my gosh, now I have to try to go to the grocery store with two kids. This is never going to work, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to yes. stay home. Yes. Um, you know, or more serious conditions. And so, you know, if someone is thinking about having kids, you know, it might be the right thing to go in and do some of this testing to know that if something like that 
those feelings were to start to happen, again, you would just have a, your doctor would have a little bit more information to help you through that. Yeah, it's an added, an added, um, an added level of knowledge about the individual that that can help, and it is best to have it before you have the test before <laughs> you you need the. It information. saves you time. It saves you time, um, and right, it, it gives you the information at the time you need it so you don't have to wait so if you decided to do the test at the time you need the drug then you have a little bit of a waiting period but this allows you to have it before that even happens so once you get the test done and it's a simple blood draw right um do you ever have to be retested as new um i don't even know how to say it as new genes are discovered (laughs) what's the phrasing well right so um the way the test currently works is that we return a specific set of information to patients and that information is available on our sanford imagenetics website and um and you know our knowledge of the components of of genes that uh, contribute to how we metabolize medicine continues to grow. So you know we have plans to expand our testing um, to include those changes. Similarly with the disease predispositions. So um, the current platform that we use should be uh, sufficient for us to review over time and return it to patients. That said. The technology is constantly growing, so there may be a time when we offer even more expansive tests, which potentially would require retesting. But the goal is with the current test that we would be able to review that and incorporate any of the new information and and return it to the patient as as we um, and the and and the field deem you know medically important. Yeah, and it's I think it's important to remind folks that these the things that we test for are things that you can do something about. Yeah. Right. You know, so <laughs> no right. scare tactics yeah, here. No, no. And that's just it. All you know, right. Test. What, you know, what is the value of saying, oh, you have an increased risk for, you know, um, heart disease if we can't, if we can't do anything about right. it. So we've been very, um, very thoughtful and specific about how we've decided which genes to return. These are things where, um, so on the pharmacogenetic side, there are guidelines um, based out of an organization called CPIC, um, and that organization helps to translate the research into clinical guidelines and how we use that information. On the on the medic on the uh, medical condition side, these are conditions where if you are found to have a, a change in your genes that increases your risk, say, for example, um, breast and ovarian cancer, that there are actions you can take to help reduce that risk. And I should say too, you know, this, um, the Sanford chip is, is a, is a screening test. So for patients who are concerned because they have a family history of Mm -hmm. breast cancer or ovarian cancer or early onset heart disease, we would really highly recommend that they see one of our genetic counselors prior to going through that testing, because there might be something, another test that could be more appropriate for them. Can we just give a shout out to the genetic counselors? I have talked to them for so many (laughs) different things um, through Sanford, and they are so thoughtful and so amazing. And they always, you know, remind us that just because you come and talk to them does not mean that you have to get a test done. Right. And that they can help you really understand why you might want to, why you might not, how this may affect your family and, you know, ethical questions you may have, you know, data storage questions you may have, and they're an outstanding resource. They are an outstanding resource, and we are very fortunate at Sanford Health to have, I think, over 25 across our entire organization, which is, I think, 
probably the most in the country for a healthcare system the size of ours. And so it is a resource that we are grateful for and we would strongly encourage our patients to take advantage of because, like you said, they, they can provide all of that additional help in, in understanding what is my risk. And it doesn't commit you to a test. No. And in some cases, it's it, the point is we're helping to say maybe you don't need something, you know. So um, it's it's a great resource that people should, should take advantage of. We're I proud of that. I think it's amazing. And, you know, as we talk about Imaginetics and the Chip, it's just another way that it's a way to treat the whole patient from thinking about it to taking it to taking action and then managing whatever it is we discover. Yeah, so that's right. Thank you so much for coming today and talking with us. And I'm sure we'll be talking to you again soon.